Welcome to the Sports Overload Show. I'm Jake Egged, back again with Christy Martino. On today's show, we will talk about week 14 of the NFL, only three weeks left. Um, and then we are going to cover some MLB and NBA news once again. And then we are going to recap our DraftKings picks from last week's show. Uh, we got a great show for you. We got a great show in store for you tonight, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Overload Show, Week 14. There's a lot happened, Chris. I know you watched it. I know I watched it. Let's break it down. Let's start off. Jaguars, Titans, 30 to nine. We both missed on this one last week. What do you think? I think that uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, that was wild. That dude ran crazy. Yeah, dude. He told carries. he told the he he told grown men to get off him. Get get off me. He did four touchdowns in this one, and you you were wondering where. Well, some questions in Tennessee. Where was he all season? I just think he's he not does, heavily used. Yeah, he just doesn't do better when he's heavily used. So that's why he's like limited, and they like Deion Lewis down there. Uh, other than that, I mean, this game was all Derrick Henry. In yeah, this one. I I mean Jaguars. They first got on the board with a safety, they and had then a record. Tying 99-yard touchdown run that really shocked the road. If you haven't seen that, check that out. A lot of stiff arms. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. He, he, I mean, the, especially on that play, he told me to, he told the Jaguars to get off him. But all game long, he was just running at will, doing what he wanted. But kind of a jabroni move by him at the end. Uh, to Didn't do a to, celebration. To, to, well, no, to his... get his fifth touchdown. Yeah. Uh, they were inside the five, and he he literally looked at Mike Mike Vrabel and said, "I'm not going in." And De- Deion Lewis got stonewalled twice. And then he went in and also got stonewalled. Yeah, which was kind of a Jeroni move. Like your coach is telling you to go in, just just go in. Yeah, just I, I, I understand. I, I, I don't get what these running backs are doing. Like the Gurleys, the Henrys. I don't just get score. it. Just yeah. score. Just score. Nobody cares. Put a points. Just score. It's late in the late. season. We're tired. Yeah, like we said, I I understood the Gurley against the Packers, uh, that did mess up the money line, but. I understood that one. The one he get, did against the Lions was stupid, and Derrick Henry just saying no and, was and also stupid. And the Titans stay in the hunt. They are 7-6, and six, along with the Dolphins-Colts. We might get into that a little bit later, just going throughout the recap. But, I mean, they're in the hunt, so. And we go to a meaningless game in the New York Jets. Pretty entertaining, though. Pretty, I, I, it wasn't on – it was funny because it, it wasn't on the red zone basically at all. Yeah. Uh, besides for some just crazy plays, but how about Robert uh, Robert Foster? Shout out him again, seven for one hundred four. I do. I mean, he's he's a one trick pony. Josh Allen again. Yeah. Leading uh, in rushing with over hundred yards and touchdown. Yeah. He um, is he a running back? He basically has to be. He I, I actually saw. I think I feel like he's a wannabe mobile quarterback. I mean, he clearly is. I mean, I saw a stat today there. Uh, over the past three weeks. Out of all even like eligible running backs, he has the second most rushing yards over the past three. I mean, th- th- that's a huge part of their offense, and and it's trying to be. Cam it's good. It's good to see that they're not putting up, you know, zeros anymore. They're not putting up three points anymore. They're they're in games. They're competing. It's they're more they're they're more just easy to watch than they were earlier in the season. But I mean, he looks like he has a lot of tools. So he probably looks right now like the second best quarterback to come out of this draft class behind Baker. Yeah. Yes or no? I mean, he was definitely not on my list. I mean, anyone after Baker was just bad to me. I mean, Josh Rosen's not the future. Josh Allen's not the future. But he's the future for the Bills, and 
they set low standards in Buffalo, so that's right where we're at. And we go to a pretty exciting one in the Carolina Panthers and the Cleveland Browns. Another game I missed on from last week. Uh, Browns take a 26-20. Baker with possibly the throw of the year. That dime, the juice, Jarvis Landry. 50 yards. Yeah, I, I, Baker. He woke up feeling dangerous. What about what about that culture change down there, man? What do you? I mean, uh, well, we could do a whole show on the Cleveland Browns. Seriously, that's how exciting they seriously. are. Seriously, um, I think that Greg Williams, which is that good for the Browns interim, he has to really get a good look. Really, I was thinking that. Do you keep him on? Yes, they want to play for it, him. It, it seems like that, but there's always the interim effect. I don't where know. There's always the interim effect where if more ever often watched than hard knocks, which he's featured in like four epi- four like seasons of them, he's a hard nosed old school football guy that like you want to play for him, and I feel like they do. I mean Baker just. But does Dorsey uh, Dorsey is a big getting his guys in there? He has been his entire career as as an as a front office executive in the NFL. Does he want his guy? That's something to think no, about. No. That's something to think about, Chris. I think that the Cleveland Browns are sitting pretty with Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. I feel like they're happy where they're at, and they are a real contending team in that AFC. Like, you can't wake up and be like, oh, we got the Browns. You actually got to take them serious. And for Carolina, it's just been a bad season. Yeah, five five losses in a row. Um Cam Newton, some serious questions about his shoulder injury. I've always been a homer for Cam Newton. I love love Cam, but he hasn't. I mean, his first half of the season was McCaffrey much better. McCaffrey stays good. Was much better. Yeah, McCaffrey stays doing his thing, scoring touchdowns. Uh, but their lack of weapons is really showing with Olsen out for the year. Funchess has really taken a step back. Uh, but Samuel and DJ Moore have both been playing much better football. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, McCaffrey's really put that team on his back, and it's just not good enough. Panthers 1-6 and six on the road. And we go to the Atlanta Falcons at Lambeau Field. This one, this one was an absolute snooze fest, if you can see. Uh, I didn't see this game once on the Red Zone channel. The, the Falcons scored 13 in the, uh, fourth, quarter. In the fourth quarter to, to make it look Packers more respectable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Rodgers was, was pinpoint all game. Rodgers was making some throws, and – his lack of weapons, like I just said about the Panthers. I mean, they, he is besides Adams. Graham has been a huge disappointment. Probably the worst free agent signing to come out of this year, in my opinion. I will die on that hill, so don't test me. Uh, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling has really taken a step back from from his early season performances. Cobb is in and out of the lineup every week. You don't know what you're going to get from him. But they have a bit. They they have one of the top big threes in the NFL with Rodgers, Jones, and Adams. And not a lot of people know about Jones. Biggest disappointment for the Packers in my eyes is Jimmy Graham. Just like I, like not I just the said, guy they thought he was, and for the Falcons, just you're just hoping the season's just over, just over, and nobody else gets hurt because they. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, both starting safeties, Deion Jones for half the year, they've been banged up around the the, the D line the entire time. They're the, them and the Panthers. Neither of them are going to rebuild, but they both need to retool and and try to make another run at this because you can't waste you can't keep wasting these prime seasons from these quarterbacks missing the playoffs yeah and we go to the indianapolis colts and the houston texans this game was uh didn't get enough love no uh this this because it was it, it was a pretty tightly contested game uh andrew luck dynamic once again Texans Dude, how, touchdown. how about is, like we just said uh you know, Graham was possibly the worst free agent signing. Ebron might have been the best. Yeah. 
13 touchdowns, broke uh, the Indianapolis Colts uh, single-season record from a tight end. He's played great football. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, 9 for 199. And he just – he always kills the Texans in this one. Andrew Luck, almost 400 yards and two touchdowns. Texans score a late touchdown in this one to keep it respectable. 24-21 Colts come out with this one. Yeah, but, I mean, Texans were coming off a nine-game winning streak. You're going to lose at some point. Nine and yeah, four. They're, they're nine still and pretty, nine and four is still, still still pretty. I think what so there are two games up on both the Colts and the Titans. Yep. They got to win one more to clinch mm-hmm. it. Yep. Basically, it's more or less. Season. It is. Yes. It's for some. It's cuffing season. And then in the NFL, it's, it's clinching season. Yep. And we go to the New York Giants and the Washington Redskins. This game was a snoozer. I actually. Uh, it, it popped up on the red zone for me yesterday, and it was forty nothing, and I was very surprised that the Giants were able to score forty points in a game. But then I realized they were playing the Redskins. They had a lot of help. And that was horrible. They had a lot of that help. That was horrible. Barkley, wonderful again, one hundred and seventy rushing yards, one touchdown. The way he can take over a game at any given moment is so scary. Especially at the running back position. Yes. I mean, I mean, it's he not scheme. Holes, he'll hit the edge and just fly past the strong safety. Yeah, it's not it, like it's not where you know it's along the same lines as Gurley or Melvin Gordon, where they're schemed. Uh, he's just given the rock Shout and just and just told to, to make Eli something happen. Manning, three touchdown passes. Is that the first time in his career? Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> Probably the first time in a long time. Yeah, um, but he failed to reach out. Now, two hundred. Question for you: Go ahead. Are the Giants conspiring against Odell Beckham? Holding him out, he w- he was added to the injury report very late in the week, and then suddenly was rolled out. Didn't even travel with the team. Or do you think he didn't held e- out? No, didn't even travel with the team. Do you think he violated some some team rule possibly? And and, and they were masking it. I uh, I mean, this is what my sources are saying. I I maybe he didn't tell them about an injury until they finally found out about it. Bruised quad. That's going to prevent you from traveling to the game. Maybe bruised they, quad. Yeah, for treatment. Oh, oh! I did hear today. He did receive treatment over the weekend, mm-hmm. and he is feeling much better. Mm-hmm. I swear. I, I bet heard he that is. Today. I bet he is. I heard that today. And we go to the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's, uh, Can Bucan- I have my moment in this one? Yeah, you know, Tampa Bay. The floor is yours. The floor is yours. You had the moment to shock the world and take down an eleven and one team or ten and two team at the time. You blew it. You absolutely blew it. You were in the sitting in the driver seat up 11. It was 14 to 11. You had it so close, and you gave up 17 quick points, and you lose 28-14. I was actually rooting for you, Tampa Bay, and you let me down. Jake, thoughts on this one? Are you as mad as I am? I'm I'm disappointed in the Buccaneers because I like seeing the top teams uh, in lose. the league and lose. I do. I enjoy it. It's a it's a little bit of a sick thrill for me. Especially the underdogs. Seriously, and and not only that, the Buccaneers would have been six and seven if they won this game, and they would have been right in the thick of things in this muddy NFC East. They just gave up. Or I not? Mean, they, not they NFC just East. Ran out the of NFC. Juice. Yeah, they did. I they, they were up four. They were up fourteen to three going into half, and yep. then blew it. Put up a, a goose egg in the second half and let the Saints come back in it. I believe two block punts, which you can't Speechless. have. Yes. Luck. Luck. Taysom Hill was at it again. Uh, are the Saints beatable? Yeah. Uh, I think the Cowboys in the Because midseason, you're like, oh, Super Bowl, here we come. Now is it like... They, uh, they, physical physical line play and not, and not letting them establish 
a strong running game is going to put them in serious weak. They're showing their weaknesses. Yeah, I, I, and yeah. they're hitting their slump at a wrong time because playoffs are right. Is it the is it the wrong time or the right time? Because you can it's, fix it's this. the wrong time. You can fix this. I don't think you can fix this. Almost losing to the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a scrappy team. Thanks. They are, but and Winston's playing good ball. You're, I mean, I don't know. And then we go to we said the best two for last in this one. The New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I was I, I had a I had a huge smile across my face from this game uh until the Steelers played. Yes. Uh but it oh it was awesome. And you, you can almost feel the energy that something was gonna happen that last play. I don't yeah. know. Could you? I at least I had that feeling, especially Stills caught it. What do you mean, dude? I called this. Hold on. I called this. One one big thing. Should Rob Gronkowski been on the field for that play? Yes. The answer is no. Yes. The answer is no. That was that no. Was, they have about one percent to do that ever again. You, know, Bro, you realize v- that? Way less. Way less than one percent. What I'm saying is, I understand. He's back there for the jump ball. Okay, but they it was seventy yards away. So okay, so they were at the thirty-one yard line because so, it was a sixty-nine yard play. Yep. But he's not throwing from the thirty-one. He's okay. throwing from okay, about he the twenty-five. It at the thirty-yard line. And, well, the, and the guy's running that mean. If I see Gronkowski, I'm going to run the other way. No, he's there for – I understand – Who are you going to put back there? I understand – Josh it. Gordon? No, I, I – yes. So, no, no, no. That's Hold on. What, what, what I'm saying is I understand it if they're at the 40 or the 50 and they have a chance for the Hail Mary at the well, goal Gronk, line. Do you think they're Gronk not is getting, like, hey, let me out there? Look, because you're going for the – no. Who no, put Gronk out there? Belichick, because because th- this has been a consistent package. This isn't the first time Gronk has been on the field for a hail yes, mary. It's always like that. But though. what I'm saying it's is, this wasn't this this wasn't it. a hail mary situation. They, you he, can't blame that. For he that. was not going to. Tannehill cannot throw the ball 75 yards to the goal. Who line. knows? Maybe if Josh Gordon trips, fumbles, or stumbles, and he. I feel like get Gordon in. would have a better chance of making an impact in in the open field than Gronk. That's all I'm saying. And I don't know how you don't see this because it's clear as day. I mean, I saw the Dolphins winning. I mean, I'm a super genius once again. Brandon Bolden with a revenge game. He got yeah, two, two rushes for two touchdowns yeah. and 60 yards. Yeah, and, and uh, the uh, fantasy, Kenyon Drake fantasy owners were going furious until that last play. Yeah. Did that count? As as Yeah, it's a receiving touchdown. I guess. And Tannehill gets credit for the throw as well. Yeah. Wow. And then we move on. To another great game. Ravens and Chiefs. This one went into OT. Chiefs take a 27-24. Mahomes. He, he, he signed, sealed, delivered MVP. Signed, sealed, delivered. He Don't is. fight me on this. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I had him as, as week one MVP. I had him. I seen this coming. I drafted him. This was his real test. Yeah, this seriously. This was backs against the wall. Will he show up? And he did. He delivered. He delivered. The Ravens called him out. They did. They said, you're not doing nothing against us. This is We're going to run you out of town. And he said, bet. He literally bet. said bet. And then him and Tyreek Hill somehow just connected. And he made the best fourth down play I've ever seen. He he, he made multiple just jaw-dropping. It's, it plays. almost too easy for him. It's he's just I, I, it just I, comes natural. I, I, I don't have seriously it does. It, he he just looks like some like a higher being just scripted what a quarterback he should looks look like and play. Three like. of the top quarterbacks seriously. in the NFL all combined. Seriously, into one. yeah. I mean he has he has the athleticism and the arm of Rodgers. 
He has the speed of Cam Newton because he he is mobile. He can beat you with his legs. And and he and he has. It, it seems like he has the like the mental, like the like the mental fortitude of like I a Brady him or on a Breeze. Sidelines when they were losing, he he just couldn't wait to get the ball back. That, that's what I'm saying. He he just he he just has it. He has it in every category. Makes you wonder about Kyler Murray. Does he have the it? But is he gonna go play baseball? Because Patrick Mahomes could easily want to go play baseball. Yeah. But, Easily, but but it just seems. Kyler like Murray, I be, I bet Kyler Murray could be this good, but, but in the NFL, if, if Kyler Murray were six two, he he'd be playing football. I, he says he wants to. He says baseball is harder. Base, football comes natural, which they all do in that sense. But something you got to think about if you're Kyler Murray, right? What, my, my my prediction, I think that um, he goes to the NFL draft. No, I think he gets drafted because. I think he does get drafted. Okay. Um, kind of like Russell Wilson. He's on an MLB team. Like kind of, kind of reversed. Yeah. Kind of reversed. In the I, other way. I, I think somebody does Can take him in the sixth or seventh round. I don't think he'll ever play, but somebody will do it just because why not? Just in case he has a change of heart, you have the, you have his draft draft rights. Just something to think about. Yeah. And then we go on to the four o'clock games: uh, Bengals and Chargers. Game was actually kind of entertaining. Joe Mixon played very hard. Shout out him. Yeah. He gets. Hundred yards and I a mean, touchdown. It, it just pure, pure, just grit on, on, on his part. A lot of these top teams showing weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Chargers he, and the Broncos losing fourteen twenty. I mean, they they were they were in it in the wild card conversation and they blow it to the 49ers. George Kittle. Should we give like five five minutes of silence for him for going seven two hundred and ten in the first half? In the first half. In the first half. He didn't do anything. He needed five yards. To uh to break the single game tight end record. And if I'm the coach, Shanahan I'm going, didn't do it. Give me serious? the ball. Give me the ball. You're a two and ten team. Just give them five yards. That's what I'm saying. Are you saying. serious? That, no, that was BS. That was BS. Nick Mullins did okay. Yeah. Three hundred yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, th- this was his best game since since the opener or since his his first game when the world was introduced. To the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Are you, is, how come every week we get you sleeping? Is it the NFL's fault? I feel like it's the NFL's fault. There's just there's just some. I mean, there's not enough parity. I mean, in a way, in a way, it, th- th- this has been a very sloppy season of football. Yes. Very sloppy season. A lot of losing teams. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's just sloppy because I mean, if you look, there's a lot of really good quarterbacks that are. Suffering in losing seasons, not their greatest. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Newton, Ryan, Rodgers. And then you just have some garbage teams like the 49ers, Cardinals, the Raiders. And then you have some teams that should be garbage but really aren't in the Redskins and the Giants. Well, the, the Redskins are, jar- are are garbage now. But scrappy football. And then we go to the game of the week for America's team. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. How about Sh- how about Dak Prescott, four hundred fifty-five yards? That, that might that might, might a, that's a record. That might be that might match his game totals from the previous three games. That's a record. Come I, on. I promise you, that's his season or his career best. Oh, easily. Three easily. touchdowns. Yeah, it oh, wasn't too long ago where he was struggling to put up over two hundred. Big three was at it. They were at it. At it. Zeke over Active, 100 yards, thing. 28 ca- touches. That's about Zeke style. He had and 40. Amari he had 40 touches. Cooper, 10 
for 217 and three touchdowns. Three go-ahead touchdowns, all three. And I'm going to sit here and say, I knew this dude was worth a first-round pick. And you, you, you debated I laughed last at you. week that he's not. I laughed. You did laugh. You laughed also last week, too, when I said Dolphins were going to win. I played the tape back. But he is. He is. Tell me the, the last first-round first pick wide receiver that won 10 for 217, three touchdowns. He's not. I mean, Dallas Cowboys, they got a lot of hate. They got a lot of hate when they traded for Murray Cooper. I mean, it did lead to um, Oakland firing their guy for trading away Murray Cooper today. He got he got caught. That's Gruden. That's that that's a whole different ballpark. But they blamed that's, him. Yeah, okay. He's the scapegoat. After you but looked at Amari Cooper's numbers on both teams, that's Gruden. It is, but because he wasn't. I mean, Amari Cooper. I always wondered where Amari Cooper's head was at after being traded like that to one of the biggest teams in the NFL, and he definitely. I, th- I feel like Look, he's loving that it, dude's though. a Bama guy. He has he's been on the national stage for years now. This is pressure like wasn't he a said, thing. For this him. is why I play the game. What actually really helped him, in my opinion, was he got traded. So, like, uh, his last game in Oakland, it was in London, uh, and he got knocked out in the first quarter with a concussion. And they had a bye week the following week, and then after that week, he was traded to the Cowboys, yes. who were on bye. Yeah, so he had so two he had, weeks, he had of two weeks off, yep. and he basically had two weeks to get his mind right. And I feel like that did wonders for him. They they're what undefeated since they got him. Maybe yes. maybe one loss. Completely different team. New is added. Is this the, one of the biggest trades of all time? To turn your franchise around. One of the like and now you're playoff ex- bound. Especially especially in season, we could be talking like five six years down the road. We could be talking about this as one of the biggest in season trades, These, along with Cleo Mack. Oh, Jerry Jones. He's at it. He's he a bad man. He and comes out smelling like He's a rose. He's a bad man. I mean, that dude's just... I bet he can make someone disappear, Jerry Jones. Easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> and we go to... I can't say it. You say it. Uh, the Raiders beat the Steelers. The Raiders Ben still can't win in Oakland. Um, Pittsburgh is on fire right now in the city of Pittsburgh. We can get into this, but I'd rather not to. I'd really rather not. Sloppy game, poor I mean, execution. There's also there's all this speculation on what happened to Ben Roethlisberger. No, we'll, we'll everyone has out. a different opinion on it because we don't know the truth. My Nobody opinion, will tell us the truth. I I blame Tomlin. You blame, I blame ben. ben. Some people are just blaming Boswell. I blame Boswell too. Some people are blaming Steelers D. Some people are blaming the Roonies for letting go Led Bell. There's a lot of blame right now on the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. It's not looking good. That I'm just like. The only okay, so they're seven five and one. They they have a great chance of missing the playoffs. I don't know if the Yinzers realize that. They're seven five and one. Let's just let's just wrap it up with this. They're seven five and one. I think Trey Exit Trey Essex. Uh, he was on some of the Super Bowl winning teams back in 05 and 08. He said that hey, you know they've dealt with drama before back in 05 when they won it all. They were seven and five. It's fine. You know, just on on to on to playing New England. That's all we're gonna say about it. This season has been one of the worst in franchise history. One of the most disappointing. I will say that. Drama. drama why does filled. drama have to pack the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, we kind of, it 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 all started with. Does Bell. the city bring on itself? A little bit. Or like kind of asked for. Some it. people are saying we should have never drafted Love Bell. That's yeah. There's no way of knowing this was gonna happen. I mean, 
no, don't don't give me that. Not one guy knew from Michigan State that he was a hothead and all he wanted was money. You know, I'm telling you, dude, it was you know what it is? I blame I take the roots back to this. I I blame Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Because he put he put Pittsburgh on the on the rap scene. And uh so he put so Lev Bell came here and was like, "All right, I'm in a rap city." You know, maybe I'm oh, a, I'm, I see where you're Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, he, so, you know, he like he got his connects. He he stepped up in the booth. Will he bo- ever regret? He stepped up in the booth. Sitting this season. He has 15 million reasons to regret sitting out this season. I get that, but he's not, like, like is he going to be like, oh, sh- I should have never sat out that season? I guess it depends on how the, the rest of his career goes. I don't think it's going to go good. I, I don't. I think he's going to go to the New York Jets and go to a three-win team. If you're the Raiders. Hey, power to you. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Steelers got to move forward. We're going to move on to the L.A. Rams and the Chicago Bears. Bears. I mean. 15-6. to six. But but this was Fun one of game the to best, watch. This was the, Good one of game. the best games. Uh, Jared Goff looked horrible. Horrible. Well, I'd be horrible too if Cleveland Mack was breathing on my neck That's every true. play. That's true. But ne- neither quarterback played good though. Not neither much. quarterback played well. Um but the Bears did just enough on offense to secure a victory. Fifteen to six. This was one of the defensive games in the NFL where yeah. you could truly sit back and if you're a defensive guru you're like I love these games. I games like this kind of mean, kind of like kind of like how we were talking about the Saints. It shows other teams how to beat the good teams. You know what I couldn't believe? I flew to LA and you know what I heard? I heard people want Sean McVay's head. Did you hear that? Yeah, did you see that? Everybody was so I, mad. I'm, at in, the, I'm in a chat The Rams are 11 and 2. They want his head because he took blame for the loss. And they're saying, like, he doesn't get better. He doesn't know what he's doing. Be grateful that you're 11 and 2, and he was he's the greatest coach of all time. 11 and 2. Like, they're fine. They'll, they'll be just fine. They're, like, they've already won the division. You're already in I the mean. playoffs. You're fine. It's one game, and you can learn from this. And that's what Sean McVay said. He said, We're going to grow off this. We're going to get better at it. Now, what I would be concerned about is. They did lose to the Saints and the Bears, probably the two other top teams in the NFC. Both of those were on the road. They beat yeah, the Packers at home. That's true. They beat the Seahawks twice. Yeah, when twice. you got the Rams, that's, they're coming to you, though. That's what I'm saying. So, as long as you can handle your own business and you can get people to come that to the Coliseum. That is tough, though. They are exactly. in the That's Coliseum. what I'm saying. And, and, and that that type of stuff matters. Yeah. So, that's just something to think about. And we go to a Monday night football game, Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks. This was a snoozer, too, but until Russell Wilson turned it up in the second half. Yeah, Russ Wilson, I think he's a great quarterback on a bad team. But this year, the Seahawks are doing something special. And uh, I told you they're a contender. I told you, and I told you the Vikings were pretenders, and I, I am never wrong. Never I just wrong. don't see the Seahawks doing good away from Century Lake Field. That's my problem. And the Vikings they another the quarter- dumpster fire season. Yeah, uh, but but what I'm saying, the Seahawks have the quarterback to pull off a win anywhere. You can't argue with me on that. Wilson That's true. Wilson is amazing, and I agree with you, Vikings. I don't know how you regress that sharply from Keenum to Cousins, but it's not looking good for them this year. Any 
Any final takeaways from week 14? Great, great high-scoring high scoring week. Lot Last week was bad. This week, they bounced back. Yeah, not the results that I wanted personally, but um, a, a good game is a good game. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be upset about that. True that. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back to the Sports Overload Show. I'm your host, Christy Martino. Jake Egg, it's still here, still and breathing. We're about to dive into some winter meetings for the MLB, and Sport. things are heating up. Sports don't sleep, and neither do I, or neither do either of us. Nope. We're on top of things. Brace well, Harper. Shefty. We yes, we are. But that dude never sleeps. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. That is true. You gotta start somewhere. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is our first MLB winter meeting subject. Meeting with the Phillies, and also Yankees say they're out on Harper. They already have six outfielders. This came from Brian Cashman himself. Uh, six outfielders, they don't see him playing first base. I thought I thought the move they should have made was getting Goldschmidt. Didn't happen. He went to the Cardinals. Um, they're turning their attention elsewhere. Phillies and probably the White Sox, are, uh, and then everybody's saying L.A., but I doubt it. That's always, I, mean, I that's can't just, see that. I mean, he was connected to every big market team. I don't know. I, I I I think the Phillies is a good fit. They they've got they've got the need for an outfielder. They've uh you know they're on the on on the up and up. But staying in the uh, NL East, kind of slapping the face of the Nationals, especially especially if he doesn't get a contract that is well above what they offered him, because they said that he's still in their plans, even though they signed Corbin. You know what I'm saying? Like they said the Corbin wasn't the nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. ending his tenure there. They said it's because he rejected their offer. Yeah, uh, also another news is Manny Machado. Um, the Yankees are pursuing him, but they're saying they're, he's not necessarily worth $300 million. They like Not Man- anywhere close. Do you find that odd that they like Manny Machado more than Bryce Harper? It's strictly based on the talent they already have on their roster, in my opinion. Uh, especially with uh, Gregorius out probably the whole year. They've got a need for an infielder. Yeah. Like I said, they have six outfielders that they that they feel comfortable with. Um, especially with that power with Bryce Harper has with that team. Short porch. I mean, that'd be nice, but you have I to don't look. S- I could see Manny Machado in a Yankee uniform. Yeah, I could see it. He'd look good in pinstripes, and uh, it, that would also be a slap in the face to the, to the Orioles St- uh, going back to the AL East. But wherever Machado goes, he's just going to go to the highest bidder. He doesn't care about who he's playing for or if he's playing for. He just wants to go to a team that's going to pay him enough money. He's a jackass. He's a jackass. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, not jumping out my seat for him either. We got also uh, – an, 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 this is this is the offseason of star players, uh, as you can tell. Kluber, talks are heating up about him and the Dodgers. Well, the Indians and the Dodgers on a deal for Kluber – Indians are motivated to shed payroll, and uh, they're looking to either move Bauer or Kluber. I don't know. You do to me. You don't trade an AL side, or you do not trade a Cy Young pitcher. They're, they got to pick one, though. I heard. I I, I I I like Bauer as much as anybody. Don't get me wrong, but I you just you just don't. That's just bad for the fan base. I mean, because just think of how many people have Kluber jerseys and. How many people go to the ballpark to watch him? 
and you just get rid of them. I don't know. That's just that's not me. That that's not the way I do things. No. No, it's not. It's just come on. It's a. I I understand it's a business. He but is at the back end of his career, though. I don't know. He he's what twenty nine, thirty. Kluber. Yeah. 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 I mean, Bauer's a couple years younger, but Kluber has been much that's more consistent. That's the reason why I picked Bauer over. This Kluber. is the but Bauer. Special teams are going to be jumping off the seat. Bauer just had his best like year. If Kluber could go like uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. Maybe dish out there. That's a real contender team right there. Bauer or Kluber, possibly both. They're going to go somewhere. And why? Why though? Is it contract year? The Indians are strictly looking to shed payroll. I don't That's know. That's it. Well, then Kluber's a guy there, obviously. Yeah. Uh, another, you know, big name going around uh, JT Real Muto. Uh, it was reported that 15 teams were in on him, so that's half the league. Uh, but recently talks with the Mets have uh, heated up, according to sources on Twitter. Um, he'd be a good fit anywhere. Basically, every team has a need for a catcher. Uh, and he has a sweet name, so that's all really I have to say about it. Yeah, he's he's a good good catcher at that point in his career, and he's he'll find a home there. Yeah. I anyway, he just wants out of Miami, just like everyone. Yeah, just seriously, just like everybody, and just, just like like how Machado wanted out of the Orioles. JT's doing the same thing. Probably the biggest news you didn't hear about this one. We're shifting the NBA. Swaggy P's back in the league. Yes. That's good for that's good for everybody involved. Definitely good for the brand. He uh signed with the Denver Nuggets. They are looking I mean, they they, they had a need for some guard help considering their uh the biggest recent thing injury. for Swaggy P is they're a winning team. Yeah. They're and seventeen and nine. I look, mean they're in a little slump right he now. He has he has a championship ring. So he's gonna bring a championship mentality to the Nuggets, who are a surprise team. Uh Currently, <clears throat> according to NBA.com, uh, this, they're second in the power rankings there. But like I said, running in a little bit of uh, injury trouble, Gary Harris banged up, bringing Swaggy P, just get buckets. I like that move. Uh, also, DeMarcus Cousins has started ha- has started practicing. It's time. He, he will uh, practice with the their G League affiliate. So the Warriors, they started out slow, but they're, they've really been coming on lately. Still, probably the best offensive team in the league, and he's just going to add another offensive presence and also a defensive presence to really shore up both ends of the court. So you got to like that. Stick sticking on the subject of the Warriors, how about uh, what do you feel about them getting the Sports Person of the Year, the entire team? I'm speechless. I just I don't get it. I don't I don't know. That's not a person. Yeah, I don't It's not a per- LeBron opened a freaking school. I mean There's t- I mean I mean there's tons of other examples beyond that, but Yeah, I I it's time for the when Boogie comes back, it's time for the NBA to lose their their crap again on the Warriors. Is it even that fun being that good? Yeah, winning's fun. It is. You're never but gonna. It's you're never gonna hear. Winning. It's not. But you're never gonna hear anybody complain about winning. I just don't like it. How they're so good. How that powerhouse. How the NBA really shifted. Like if they really change the rules, I think NBA ratings would definitely go up. But nobody wants to watch the Warriors. It, but it was of their own doing with their last CBA with all the max contracts. Exactly. Everybody becoming buddy buddy. And the players though, it's also on the players. Yeah, I mean everybody wanting to join yeah, a super. Yeah, team. everybody's buddy buddy. 
I just don't. There's very little, you know, of that of that hometown. But this year they're anymore. not looking as dominant as they are. Were were three years ago when they lost what four games? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But I mean, you're not going to repeat that type of success because people have figured you out. They figure out how to beat you. But any given night, they're they probably do have nine wins. They're probably the, nine losses. They're probably the best team on the court at any given night. On any given night, but it, it, it's it's up to them to figure it out consistently. Toronto and OKC still lead the pack in first place in their both conferences. But like I, like I said about the power rankings, they have them. No, so I'll, I'll give you one through five. You're going to dissect it. All right. Go for it. Uh, in order, Milwaukee Bucks, Denver Nuggets, Toronto Raptors, Golden State Warriors, Philadelphia 76ers. Thoughts? That's not where I would put the 76ers. I feel you think like, they're higher? I feel like things are starting to click. Especially with Butler. Especially with Butler. I'd have them a tad over Milwaukee. And some tells me Toronto still hasn't figured it out yet. So... You just said they were number one in the East, though. They are twenty-one and seven, but they're also but they're on a two losing streak, and there's Long also season. there's a lot of toxic in that locker room. Like the the connection's not there. Like their talent alone is still there. That's what's winning them games, but they're not working as a unit right now. But the Warriors, what was it, fourth? Yeah, yeah. The, the Warriors are is that kind of low? Fourth. Is that low? Dude, you just spent the last five minutes ragging on them. Well, we both have different opinions. Uh, I I think it's pretty fair. Um, they have been moving up in recent weeks because they started off real slow, especially by the Warriors' standards. Um, Everyone in the MLB started. I think slow. it's. I think it's. I, I to me the Bucks number one is a little high. I think Giannis is. Is Denver on that list? Yeah, they're number two. Take them off. It it it, it it's it, it's a good mix of teams that ha- kind of have been surprising and maybe overachieving a little bit yeah. towards the top, and then you got teams like the Warriors and Seventy Sixers. That are that are good teams that everybody expected to be good, kind of figuring it out and getting their props right now. I would go Toronto. This is what I think it is. I would go Milwaukee, Phil Seventy Sixers, Toronto, Golden State, and then OKC. So you're saying you're saying the best three teams are all in the East right now? Yes. That's bold. I mean. You look at the records, that tells the story, and then you look at the roster, that also tells the story. Them and Boston are by far one of the best teams in the East, which Boston's still sluggish. Indiana's Pacers keeping keeping tilt, but I think, I think that how can you leave OKC off that list? Because they just haven't done enough to this point to say that they should be top five. In my opinion, I at the end of the season we could be having a different conversation. I mean, Steven Adams is still there. They're still – they got a big win versus Jazz tonight. They got a great matchup ESPN Wednesday versus the Pelicans. I think Paul George is – Paul George. And you got you still got your, your captain, Weesbrook. And I Weesbrook. Just, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, like, this team scares me. Like I just said, I think they are a top-five team. And by the end of the season, I think they'll be recognized as such. Uh, but everybody is in the process of figuring it out a little bit right now. Yeah, we're still at that early, er, early stages of figuring out. 
Because basketball is a little different. Basketball, you need chemistry mm-hmm. to really f- thrive in this. Yeah, league. probably in more than any other sport. That that in hockey, you really need that. Yeah. That, that line chemistry, that that rotation chemistry. It's just, it's it's real interesting right now for uh, NBA fan because you you got your Lakers out of the news right now, but they're they're still in it. Right now, they're they're still trying to figure stuff out. Who do you think's who will finish last place? Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta, maybe New York, actually probably or no, Phoenix. Probably Cleveland, because they're old. Cleveland, they're talentless. Some people are saying Chicago. They like, lost by fifty-two points the other night. And I, they held a players-only meeting. <laughs> Wonder what they talk about. At least Chicago has enough young guys to where by the end of the season they're still going to be motivated and still going to be wanting to. Like uh, most of the players on the Cavaliers are auditioning for other teams right now. I yeah. expect them to be active at the deadline. I know that's a while away, but you know what I'm saying. They have a lot of veteran players that they're gonna move. The on paper, the Suns look so talented, and things just aren't clicking. Yeah, because Devin Booker is the most overrated player in the NBA. I'm gonna, I'll, I, I will also die on that hill. He's not good. You have one like sixty point game when you're a rookie, and then everybody thinks you're good for whatever reason. He's not good. He did drop me a lot of fantasy points He's that good. night when I had him. You still got the rookie. They're still a young team. You got a Kobe. You still got some guys that could do it. Uh, DeAndre Aiden. He's he's there. I mean, they'll figure it out. But I think the Bulls definitely got that. And we go to a. Mix and match segment real quick. Yeah, uh, we're gonna ra- we're we're gonna talk about how we did. You know, yes. we gave we gave you listeners uh, some DraftKings advice, and uh, mine was some worked out, some didn't. Mine, for the most part, did not work out. I mean, I hit on one. Winston got you nineteen point two, according to uh, uh, ESPN, yeah. but they use the same system, so nineteen point two. But your other two weren't so hot. Nope. You want to take credit for who they were? James White and Cortland Sutton. Yep. What about you, tough guy? Um, So I had two of mine. So Allen got 18.3. That's good, especially for his price. Uh, Pettis got 13.9. Okay. A little, a little so, bit so a, solid. A little bit below what I, what I thought, but he still scored a touchdown. Still, still provided some valuable thing. A guy you weren't looking to. You know, he's not a stud. Yeah. But he helped. And then one that I was really disappointed about was Godwin, Chris Godwin. Only 2.3, but he had 10 targets. He only caught one for 13 yards. That's Hate where the 2.3 came from. That sucks. No, I mean, it really wasn't his fault. The balls were going everywhere, but it is what it is. Hit, hit two out of three. You got any final notes? Uh, solid on? week in the NFL. Nice high scoring, good games there. NBA still treading water. It's, it's been a great still show. Early. Has been a great show. Uh, make sure you rate, subscribe, like, subscribe, like comment, keep coming back. Tell your mother, tell your girlfriend, tell your girlfriend's boyfriend, tell everybody you know about us. Yeah, we we need we need you guys right now, and you guys will come through. Yep. Um. This is Sports Everyone Show. That's all, that's all I have. I'm Chris. I'm Jake. Never wrong. Never wrong. <laughs>